Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything's so dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, geez, Cody. I don't know. I I disagree. I mean, I don't. I don't think our listeners are are foolish dupes. Um, that's that's really that's really harsh. I mean, well, I mean, it's yeah, I can't believe the, that came out of your mouth, it's Cody. Yeah. The marketplace of ideas, and I'm just like giving you know options uh, for the market, right? I think maybe they maybe they are, maybe they're not, but I think it's wow. worth worthy wow. of debate. Well, this is really gonna hurt our chances to go public, uh, oh. which we were planning to be the first podcast to be publicly traded. Mm-hmm. Thanks, well, Cody. We, st- we still can. We don't just don't have to air this part. Well. That would right? be you have dishonest. to start the whole show over again. Hey, mm. speaking of dishonest, what's up? You know who's not the most honest <laughs> man who mm. has ever existed mm. is, is Ben Shapiro. Oh, oh, Cody, okay. do you have anything guy. vaguely related to Ben Shapiro to share with us today? I might. Oh, oh, let me check. Let me check my my websites. Oh, oh, wow. Here's. Oh, wow. Here is uh, Ben Shapiro's. Uh, First published book, a book of short stories. Now, I Cody, cannot Cody. believe you did this <laughs> at my insistence. But <laughs> do you mean to tell us all that Ben Shapiro, the author of True Allegiance, yeah, oh, has yeah. a previous fiction publication? Oh, his premier work of fiction wow. before the the incredible. Uh, much louder. Foundational. Uh, Let's foundational. call it foundational. Yeah. Sophomore. Okay, I need to interject effort, here and give some context because this is a different uh, show. 
Um, and I think there is probably are some of some of our listeners perhaps don't know what we're talking about. Oh um, yeah, we did that on a for, different show. We, we did, we did that. Show. We did that on, for a year straight on a different yeah, show. Yeah, on uh, we for a year straight on Robert's other show, Behind the Bastards. Uh, Cody and I would intermittently come on, and he would just read aloud to us sections of Ben Shapiro's awful novel. Incredibly uh, again, debatable. So, Marketplace so bad. ideas. All I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we need to debate that. Um, I think that people can go back and peruse that library if they want to catch up over the fun holiday sure, break. Sure, 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 sure. But for now, what we are going to be presenting to you over a number of episodes are Ben Shapiro's short stories. Uh, this is uh, this I believe was self-published. Um, Great. Uh, Ooh, baby. Online. It was an ebook. Um, hey, I is... self published a book too. You know, I Hell get yeah. it. No, I get no, it, no knock yeah. on that. Um, yeah. It is no longer available uh, where ebooks are available. I believe that's the were funny part. Were you afraid that's you were going to get a virus? <laughs> I started looking just like seeing. Yes. And I, I, there were all these links. I was like, not clicking that, not clicking that. Hour later, Cody's like, oh my God, I got it. There are, yeah, there are many, many bad links out there. Uh, mm-hmm. One's like a Google Doc that you can go yeah, to like somebody's I google you. doc yeah um but i found <laughs> that's it that's extremely um, funny <laughs> safely uh it is uh virus free and um uh so you think quality until free, you perhaps. start reading still you crack that motherfucker well, open and that's when the the virus part the of virus starts of ideas, to spread yeah like, there's it's, there's it's already the some guy in macedonia like going over cody's social security <laughs> number and yeah. transferring cash out of his bank accounts well spoiler but it alert, will be worth five. it um yeah so it's here uh we're very happy uh he clearly i think just because it's self-published i don't think there's an editor i think he just didn't want people to read it Mm. is there like a description of any sort of the book that we yeah cody read us that jacket quote baby uh it doesn't have that on the version i have but of course of course uh, uh, that's extra writing you're not going to give that up for free but I think there is a uh, yeah here I'm gonna go to Goodreads where again it is not available. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, because this is hard to find. Yeah. Um. But in what's f- uh Ben Shapiro releases his first book of short stories exclamation point in what's fair an incredible invention leads to bloody brutality when an unsatisfied brother decides he hasn't received what he is owed. Wow, really wearing your beliefs on your sleeve there, Ben. In From the Pit, an adventurer shrinks to microscopic size to clean up the environment. Oh, I bet this isn't going to go oh, well. Honey, but I finds himself targeted for murder when he's accidentally ingested in the body of his mysterious employer. Sorry, Katie, what? So like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids kind of vibe? But like yeah, kind of mixed with that. What, what's the what's the the movie where they go inside the the, the Fantastic Voyage or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they shrink themselves down. It's like that mixed with that mixed with like anti-environmentalism, <coughs> I assume. I, I'm, and I'm going to guess for all of these. Here's my my prediction. Weird and not at all relevant biblical, like like, like bizarre and uncomfortable bi- biblical comparisons. Like I'm going to guess oh, yeah. all of them oh, have a Bible sure. tie-in. Somehow. To be like really ham-fisted, yeah, like, yeah really allegories. Like, oh, I see what you're trying to say because you're telling me. Yeah, um, yeah, really like on the nose, surface level uh, allegories. Uh, for yeah. example, in Utopia, 
A man oh, abandons oh. paradise when he realizes that paradise is it utopia isn't all or is it... that it's cracked up to be. Hmm? Is it utopia or like utopia? It's just utopia. Just it's the just word. utopia. Yeah. Um, but his escape paradise. poses a threat to that paradise. Oh my gosh! I bet. I bet the the utopia is like lefty, but not ah secretly. It's oh bad yeah, anyway. it's not going to be so nice in that lefty heaven. Uh, from science fiction to parable, from love to violence, Shapiro's exciting stories capture the imagination. I bet they Fuck do. you. Uh, and then there's a list of, you know, his other uh, books. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, labeled Brilliant by Rush Limbaugh, A Warrior by Glenn Beck, and A Foe of Extraordinary Polemic Agility by the Washington oh, Post. God. The Washington, um, who at the Washington, who, Cody, whom at the Post fact said check that? This good what reads. is that quote? I'm looking that up right now. Who Please writes do. the Goodreads page? What, that what is the quote, ben? Cody? A foe of extraordinary polemic agility. <laughs> A foe of extraordinary polemic agility. What does that wow, mean? Wow, all of the sources. I'm sorry, wait a minute. When you he... just do a quote search for that, all of them are the book What's Fair. Um, See, Here's the thing, and I here's what I think uh-huh. is going Somebody... on here because in I believe True Allegiance, yes, uh, the uh, one of the blurbs says, "Meet our new Ayn Rand," and that's the quote that is used in the book. <laughs> but if you Google that, you find that it's part of a headline, and the full yeah. headline is, "Meet our new Ayn Rand." Ben Shapiro's ham-fisted propaganda fiction is even <laughs> it's worse so than funny. you guessed. It's yeah. so funny, Cody. It's so funny. And it's it's like I would not be surprised if it was like the actual quote was like Ben Shapiro likes to see himself as Exactly. A foe. Yes, that's what yes. I'm that's what I'm assuming. Because I, I have just gone through within a minute like the different permutations, just basically doing different like quote searches for for that phrase and adding Ben Shapiro the post using just words from that phrase. Nothing comes up at all but but like really sketchy book links about the book What's Fair. No Washington yeah. Post article. I have no idea who who said this about him or somebody if he said was it over dinner once. Yeah, but I need to back up because wait, read it one more time. A foe of agility and so like and it's written like <laughs> so yeah, like, like, so like in he's he's extraordinary polemic agility. agility. You're like oh, you're a great enemy like, of like, that, or is yeah. he a bad guy that has all of that? Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like either way, it doesn't. What work. is that doing on your book? <laughs> See, right. It, no, it frames him like he is the enemy of extraordinary polemic yeah. agility. Like, and and this yeah. is this is why Ben Shapiro is con- such a consistent, beautiful thing for us to cover because we haven't even gotten mm-hmm. into the book, and we are we already have so much to discuss. So much um, to but, discuss. But please continue, Cody. <laughs> so it's that, and then you know uh, what Shapiro is widely considered one of the most prominent young conservatives in America. Can't argue with that. Uh, this volume contains his first foray into the fiction world and not his last. I added that la- last little bit. <laughs> yep. they didn't know. They didn't know at the time. They didn't um, know what was or coming. Or I guess he didn't know at the time. He definitely wrote yeah. this himself. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, yeah I, well, actually, I, I think he probably we can did agree. know. <laughs> One thing we can say about Ben Shapiro is uh, it is unlikely that he plagiarized anyone else's writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think that's very obvious by reading the sentences. Um... Uh, author of six nonfiction books, including the New York Times bestseller Bullies, uh, editor of Daily Wire, f- editor at large of Breitbart News. That's no longer true. Uh, nationally syndicated. Should we columnist. read Bullies? Uh, probably not. We could have non- an entire show that is just reading things Ben Shapiro. I feel like his nonfiction <laughs> is going to be like way harder and more of yeah. a, like, frustrating. 
It'll be upsetting like, for sure. Yeah, it's like his opinions, but like him just saying them, as opposed to like him trying to like be a little, little clever writer guy. Um, I mean, I I will say because we here at uh uh at, at behind the bastards, Sophia and I are going over his book that he wrote about sex. Um, and it is oh, a incredible. porn book. It, it's the yeah, porn generation. Porn generation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The book in which he cites as an example of how teenagers are acting in 2004, uh, a book by Norman Mailer about a fictional. Uh, or sorry, a book by. Electric Kool Aid. Tom Wolf. A book by Tom Wolf about a fictional college student as evidence of like how actual college students behave. Yep. Because if anyone in 2004 understood millennials, it was Tom Wolf. <laughs> in a, Fame, in a, like a work person. of fiction, anyway, like, please unbelievable. So that's the description of the book. Uh, mm-hmm. The actual book itself is called What's Fair, colon, and Other Short Stories. I will say that there are only three short stories, and they're each about 20 pages, and each page is kind of like that Goosebumps font, you yeah. know, where it's like, ah, uh, you fit like two and a half paragraphs on a page. Um, so it's a But, you know, that's book. fine. They're short stories. It's fine. Um, no okay. judgment there. Um, I will... Uh, Challenge everybody as we go to a quick ad break and come back to read the first short story called What's Fair. Yeah. Uh, guess the first sentence of a short story by Ben Shapiro called What's Fair in a collection called What's Fair and Other Short Stories. Oh, boy. I we'll bet be right it's going to be happy families are all alike. Ooh. <laughs> mm. I bet it's what's fair, question mark. Uh, you're Katie's closer. <laughs> okay. Both in the right direction. All right. Back in we'll a moment. We'll be back to find out the answer. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Claim 
Washington comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today. <laughs> All right, Cody. We're finally Next. doing it. We're gonna cut that album. You yep, and me. No, it's I think I think that's the sign. <laughs> Robert Robert and Cody <laughs> sing atonally while looking at their laptops during a Zoom call. The album <laughs> mumble lyrics to a song that doesn't exist, but to the tune of a song that does exist. <laughs> Keep it all in, baby. Uh, We're back. I'd listen to that. Boys are singing. I've got a snack. (laughs) From outer space. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the... uh, Wow. Narrative polemics of Ben Shapiro. Yeah. And I, before we get into his book, I do think it's worth acknowledging the courage of releasing your first ever fictional debut and choosing three short stories Mm. to be the whole thing. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's enough. Yeah, Most enough. people look. I've written some fiction, and there's a lot of fiction that I wrote, and nobody ever saw that came out that I put together before the first thing that I published. And I'll just say I respect the 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 chutzpah Ben Shapiro showed mm. by never once doubting that these three Absolutely. short stories zero that he wrote humility when he was 16 needed to be Just published that's the utter th- confidence uh, in himself that incredible. i don't need to work on this that's the thing about his his book mm-hmm. like every page seems like nobody edited it like it was a first draft that he said well, good well that's, that's one thing good. i'm kind that's of excited it. it's about done because i feel like with true allegiance uh it does read like it wasn't edited but i think it was and i'm pretty sure this absolutely was not <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I'm curious the uh, the divide there. I'm curious what that first line is. Well, do you yeah. have any other guesses? How about our What's listeners? Fairness. You want to shout? What into is the, fair into your phone? Uh, so the first sentence. Uh, so what's fair? I've always thought of myself as a fair man. <laughs> okay. And I just think Good. that's so fucking funny. Great. Uh, Great. You just saying it's all laid out. Um, mm-hmm. No, no time to no wavering. All right. So I've always thought of myself as a fair man. That's all I ever wanted. What was fair? When the plowing <sighs> was done and when it was time for supper, all I wanted was the same as what everybody else got. Not oh my more, God, ben, not less. The same as okay, Fair's fair. I always say. God damn you. Okay. Was that all one I sentence? wanted was the same How as what many... everybody else got. Was that it, one it, sentence? It, it was a couple sentences. It was a couple. It's he's just got the, he's got some periods in here. His he uses <laughs> words the way. Drunk people use cars, and it's just very sad to see words going through. That Wait kind till of you suffering. hear the next sentence. Oh, good. New paragraph. I remember a time when I was a kid that dad gave me and Jim Christmas presents. What? 
Okay. I yeah, remember gonna... a time when I was a kid that dad gave me and Jim Christmas presents. So no one edited this. You're right. Yeah. He gave Jim a wristwatch and he gave me a hunting knife. Who's Boy. Jim? Uh, we'll find out. I fucking hope. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, why don't you introduce your relationship with this guy to start? No, Ben understands that the key to good fiction is keeping mystery. You want to keep the audience guessing. Who is this person? What's well, their so relationship Jim. to our main I character? Will say, why do we care about I will say, what they're getting this, for Christmas? This is, this is uh, you know, I'm going to come to Ben's defense here in this marketplace of terrible ideas yeah. uh, because uh, I feel like in True Allegiance, it would be like, I remember a time when I was a kid that dad gave me and Jim, my brother, Christmas presents. Whereas <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, right, right, dad yes. gave him Christmas presents, I assume it's his brother because who else is dad giving Christmas presents to? Um, I'm going to actually assume it's Jim Jones. <laughs> it very, oh, well, fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's uh, It's not, not very long. <laughs> How do we know? All right. But he did give Jim a wristwatch and he gave me a hunting knife. Boy, was Jim taken with that wristwatch. He'd wear it around every day, rain or shine. <laughs> Always careful to keep it clean, <sighs> to keep it wound. If he scuffed it up, he'd buff that scuff right out. Uh, he'd spend hours with a handkerchief. Incredibly engaging writing bit. <laughs> he'd spend hours with a handkerchief, spitting on it and rubbing it, spitting on it and wiping it until it looked <laughs> Yeah, hours of spitting yeah, on man. it, rubbing is he, it, is, is spitting there, on it. Is there an spitting audio book? Rub- because if we um, could get ben? audio of Ben sharing, spitting he'd on it and rubbing on it. Um, ben, I'm not it, sure that's it. what your brother was doing. Wiping it. Stroking mm-hmm. the watch. I, I Stroking the watch. Uh, I didn't really like my hunting knife. I wasn't big like Jim then. It wasn't oh, a God. God, oh, God, There it is. He's very, context, very preoccupied like with people's Jim sizes. <laughs> and here the comes. hero always has to be pretty big. Well, here comes the, the first moment. The- yeah, I I just love we've we've found the origin of Ben Shapiro writing in a in a very sad Somebody way Google about ben someone's Shapiro's size. Brother, I will. Uh, does he have one? I don't. I don't know. Let's I don't find think out. he has one. Is his name Jim? Does he have a? Does he jerk off his watch all the time? <laughs> his middle name's Aaron. No, he's his sister mm. Abigail. Um, yeah, maybe um maybe he's Jim. In this story, anyway, continue. Uh, well, he wasn't big like I wasn't big like Jim then. It yeah. wasn't until later that I hit my growth spurt. Every so, they all always a gro- he can't even. Okay, he was praying for that growth spurt. Great, his prayers were not answered, but you know that's very funny. They are. That's that's incredibly uh, <laughs> funny. Okay, it's right there. But Dad kept after me to try it out, and I wanted so bad to please him, so I headed out to the woods to see if I could catch something. Sure enough, I found me a rabbit. <laughs> when I pounced yeah. for him, though, he was faster than I was. Yeah, he's a rabbit. And he skittered away like his tail was on fire. Okay, Really good rust stuff here. But I wanted to show Dad that I knew what to do with a knife, so I chased him and chased him. You chased your dad? Yeah. This is this is where the, like, the poor like the editor would help. Yeah, yeah, this like, is where like it's a, it's a new paragraph. Up, we haven't mentioned the rabbit in this paragraph. I wanted I'm to show Dad I knew what to do with a knife, so I chased this... him and chased him. This isn't the only spot. This isn't where it starts. I could have. Oh, I would have used no. an editor from word one. I remember a time when I was a kid that Dad gave me and Jim Christmas presents. Kind of an awkward phrasing, um, right off the bat. But I chased him and chased him, and I finally cornered that old rabbit in a rocky little dead end. 
He'd move to his left, and I'd move to my right to cut him off. He'd move to his right, and I'd jump with him. But he was too smart for me. He charged straight at me, and before I knew it, he'd gone right between my legs, like that ball Buckner missed in the I, 86 series. I, I, I love, because he's very clearly trying to be, like, folksy and, like, oh, yeah. rural. Like, Found me know, a rabbit. Classical, grew up in the country. Uh, number one, he doesn't get the way people talk right at all. But number two... Uh, it's very clear that he, all of his knowledge about how to like chase and hunt down a rabbit comes from Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah, like, it's literally like a Looney Tunes scene he's describing. There. Yeah, or like playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's it, it doesn't bear. Also, it would be not like rabbits are very easy to skin. That's one of the nice things about rabbits. A, a gigantic hunting knife would be like a weird tool in any instance to use on a rabbit, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Well, right. Robert's like it's so like good to have around at random. T- I mean, all times, but random times you just have specific wealth of knowledge. <laughs> you mean the short story? Like, well, this well yeah, like practical. Use, you I would mean, never use that tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, like when even like butchering like a sheep or something, you're not using like a giant hunting knife. Like he's describing, like there's like specialized, like I, you could, but like, Smaller, anyway, whatever. It's, Only wanted it's to whatever. impress his dad, you know. And yeah, it's also the way it is in the country, a little right? psychopathic, maybe. Should yeah, I mean, if you, if I was going to make it more realistic, I would have like you know him going out hunting with his dad, and his dad's you know giving him a hunting knife or or bought him a, a twenty two or like something that actually makes a little bit more sense than him just like wandering out alone with a knife to right. go kill a rabbit. Or like, yeah, catches catches the ra- the rabbit, and then his dad's like skin the rabbit and he's like too squeamish to do it or something yeah, like sure. that right? yeah like it I, I like okay my 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 ex-wife's little brother grew up in the middle of nowhere texas and would hunt rabbits and stuff but it was always like trapping them because like exactly that's just it better and so maybe he like traps a rabbit but he's too squeamish to actually like kill it or use the knife exactly there's a number of ways that an that a, a writer <laughs> could have right. made this work yeah <laughs> right the, the issue he's running into now is like ah the rabbit like ran through my legs like you didn't yeah. even get a chance to use the Which knife just, buddy nonsense yeah okay please continue cody but, this is very well, fun i turned around and there was that rabbit sitting there staring at me like he was laughing and i uh-huh. got so mad that i took that hunting knife and i threw it at him like james coburn in the magnificent seven just about took his head off but that rabbit moved like lightning he was gone and i heard a so plunk you know what a- that's not just about taking its head off right <laughs> if it got away didn't just about take his head off just gotta point that out yeah if it touched the rabbit, maybe. Maybe if it, like, you know, nicked him a little but bit. It, it didn't. But it didn't. that rabbit moved like lightning. He was gone. And I heard a plunk from a creek that ran through the woods. Wait. Okay. I heard a plunk from a creek that ran through the woods. The knife was gone, too. Well, you could find the knife. Um, Like, you threw the knife. You know, All right. Whatever. When what I got back, it's gone. He didn't. He didn't he make just, like, off didn't with the look knife for the knife. Yeah, the rabbit didn't. Didn't like scarper off again. With the knife. Continuing to sound like Looney Tunes. Yeah. When I got back home that night, I was too embarrassed to tell Dad what happened to that knife. But the next morning, when Jim got up, he found that his watch was dented. He couldn't buff that out. All right. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, new section of the book skips a line. This is so bad. <laughs> It's Wait not, a minute, not, just an, yeah. a thing like, but when I woke up, Jim's watch was dented, couldn't buff that out. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's not, okay. That's, sure. um, that happened. And All right, now, I'm now, dying to know what happens next. Well, what happens next is I met M, dash, Emily, that is, dash, when I was a senior in high school. She was about the cutest thing you've ever seen. 
No. <laughs> Strawberry blonde with a knockout body and a button nose. Blue eyes, too. Like a miniature Britney Spears. Just she was on wow. the cheerleading what team. The fuck? <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's back up. Uh, cute thing. Yes, she, <laughs> she smiled at me breastily. Like, what a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You don't, I, I made that line up. I made that up. Oh, that's not like. Well, you I, you might not have is I the know. thing. Yeah, he might have. Um, I'm willing to believe team. that's intentionally in there. Sure, but then, so after he meets this cutest thing you've ever seen, strawberry blonde hair with a knockout body and a button nose, blue eyes oh, too. Like yeah. a miniature Britney Spears. She was on the cheerleading team. By then, Christ. I'd hit that growth spurt I mentioned, and I was a big, burly kid. The full back on did the Did he team. actually say this that growth so spurt sad. I mentioned? Yeah, he did say. Yeah. And Maybe I quote, it, again, by then, sad. I had hit that growth spurt I mentioned. Where I, an I editor, a... would say, hey, Ben, there's no reason to mention the growth spurt earlier. Just say, then I hit a growth spurt. And save yourself some words and don't introduce a fact until it's actually mm. meaningful. Yeah. I That's a say. good note. Mm-hmm. If anything, don't say that you mentioned it because we know. But also, we yeah. it just, was two paragraphs ago. It's it was. Just, he's mentioned two times. Here's my what I'm going to say is it's been mentioned two times in this very short story already because that's so important to him. It's so important to him, and it's the thing he never got. Well, yeah. And, yeah. like, absolutely no shade at people at any heights. We love you. It's him because he's so preoccupied with people's heights. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. If you yeah. don't know what I mean, go back and listen to all of us talking about True <laughs> Every Allegiance. single chapter of True Allegiance. Yeah, every time we've ever talked about Bitch The really short terrorists and the really tall everybody else. Yup. Ah. Uh. Good guys, but bad guys, classic. That's how you know. I was know. a big, burly kid, the fullback on the team. I was barreling kids over. I mean, steamrolling them. And coach said I was a sure thing for Allstate. The minute I laid eyes on M, I knew she was the girl for me. I knew she liked me too, you see. She wasn't... <laughs> so awkward, sorry. She wasn't the first girl I'd ever gone out with. When you're the star fullback on your high school football team in a small town like Jefferson, there are plenty of girls after you, comma, looking for something to tell their daughters about 20 years from now. (laughs) But M was something special. When I was on the field, she'd cheer and she'd look at me, and I felt like I was playing just for her. That's nice. One night after the game, me and M got to talking. Don't ask me what we talked about. I wouldn't know. Probably okay. the game or her classes or something else. Didn't really a matter. love story for the ages. Like, don't ask me what that bitch said. Like, I don't give a fuck. By the time we looked around, the sun had gone down. It was late. She looked up at me with those big eyes through her eyelashes. <laughs> Good God. Good God. Ben, have you ever cared about a person? Honestly. Uh, I could see she'd combed them special for me. Yeah, that's what you notice. Yeah, I noticed mm, that she combed her combing. eyelashes. <laughs> with, she's looking through them with her big eyes, her big blue eyes, thankfully. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she asked me to walk her home. Of course, being no fool, I said sure. She lived in a nice area of town, and I lived near the fields, so we had to walk past my house to get to hers. As we walked by, I pointed at our house. I have to admit, I had some guilty thoughts about M, and I knew that Dad and Mom weren't home. My uh-huh. guess was right. Oh, this is weird. There's like a double indentation for this paragraph. Sure. 
That's yeah, because a- he again, he's never read anything that he's written. Yeah, this is this means that he... this is a really yeah. new paragraph. It's like he hit tab like three times. For yeah, this one paragraph. All right. Um, my guess was right. She wasn't shy either. She batted those eyelashes and told me she'd love to see the house. Could I show her around? She didn't have to ask me twice. That's a new paragraph. And then here's another new paragraph. We walked up to the door and I took her in my arms. And that's when Jim opened the door. Uh-huh. He was back from state where he was studying agricultural engineering. And he looked at me laughing with his eyes and said, hey, brother, I'm home. When I finally we confirmation, Jim's his brother. Uh, when I turned back to introduce M, she was looking at him. They were married six months later. This is so bad. Well, There's... it's bad news for this guy talking, right? Oh, you mean the writing? Also, yes. Yeah, what yeah. The writing is is quite bad. He spends so much time on dumb details and zero time on where the story is, mm. like. Like, well, <laughs> Ben understands that the least important thing about the story is that the, there's a story. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Well, I think he's going to, you know, Jim just gets everything he wants, right? And it's not fair. I've read the first sentence of this uh, this short story. All is fair. <laughs> I'm close enough. I always thought of myself <laughs> as a fair man. But new section. We've pa- the passage of time. Uh, this is after they've been married six months later. Uh, the next summer, dad died in an accident. Mom was walking around like a ghost, and the farm was going to ruin. Jim and M, who were off living near state, came home to help take care of mom and the farm. Dad had left him in charge since he was the firstborn. Jim and M moved into the house with us. The farm was still workable. Well, Jim was. So M moved into the house with you. Jim lived there, I think. He I mean, said, hey, brother, I'm home. Moments ago. Ben doesn't know. Whatever. Jim and Mam moved into the house with us. <laughs> the farm was still workable, and Jim figured that he could save up enough money to buy some machinery. Jim took over the master bedroom with M, and Mom moved into Jim's old room. I stayed where I had always been. It was pretty terrible to be around the house, what with Mom haunting it. <laughs> so I... <laughs> oh, say it differently, man. So I what spent most mom <laughs> haunting it. Yeah, what like a... that bitch. <laughs> like haunting them for stupid dead husband. Uh, so I spent most of my extra time in the weight room at school. Classic bulking up for next year. I didn't like to be near mom. It made me feel depressed inside. I was a high school graduate, and I was getting invited to all the best parties anyway. One night, Jim and M asked if I could take care of mom for a while, so they could go out and grab dinner. I said sure. I was downstairs watching TV when I saw the water dripping through the ceiling. It turns out that mom was in the bathtub, her head under the water, not breathing. I'd learned some basic mouth-to-mouth, and I was able to get her breathing again, but she was never the same after that. Now Jim and M and I had to help her get to the bathroom, shower herself, feed herself. What the fuck? I'm sorry, Mm. wait a minute. He is just going through so much. It's a lot going on. Yeah, this is a... I mean, it's actually Ben's pitching his full length family drama. It's this this is actually just like the the treatment for it. He's doing this thing that like upper like money having a coastal elite conservatives do to pretend that they're not coastal elites because Ben is, as far as I know, a California boy. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. 100 percent. And it's they're doing this thing where they imagine and I don't think Ben has ever spent a particular amount of time near 
working class or even poor rural. No, he region. grew up in Burbank. Yeah, he grew up in Burbank. And he's doing this thing that conservatives in his position do, where in order to try to separate themselves from the the liberal coastal elites that they demonize, they ima- they they imagine they actually know anything about what rural life is like. And in Ben's case, he's imagining this like constant train of horrific disasters and and tragedies and folksy nonsense. And it's it's just like yeah, because you don't know, you don't actually know what the actual like struggles in in rural America are. Like, if you did, I think he would be spending less time on uh, trying to take care of Ma and more time talking about like, like even if you're going to focus on like your mom's health issues, the lack of like actual medical care of hospitals and whatnot <clears throat> in rural areas, the difficulty in actually like yeah. getting someone to treatment when you're out in the sticks. Um, how to like, dr- like it kind of glosses over like how they actually got her treatment. Okay, like you pull her out of the, the bathtub. Now, where do you take her? You're an hour and a half away from the hospital. Like, do you have gas? Do you maybe only have one car and your brother's away in the car right. and so you can't do anything for a while? Like, yeah. there's glosses a bunch of details that would be here if he knew anything about right. what it was actually like dealing with problems for people. Right, but no. He's imagining, like, yeah. Yeah, now suddenly, okay, we've taken care of Ma and yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good. It's uh, it's like J.D. Vance, right? Yeah. It's that stuff where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, look, I, I could imagine the hardships. Um, but now <laughs> they have to, they now, now they have to, you know, get her to the bathroom, shower herself, feed, help, help, help her feed herself. I imagine yeah. something. Hmm? What? I yeah. imagine it's time for an ad time break. Time for, time for an ad break. Oh, well, we'll find out soon imagine. what happens at state. State is always capitalized and it's unclear where. Um, like San- it's like the state college, it, right? It's like it's like he's trying to keep it as vague as possible because like Lincoln, kind of to Robert's point, generic like, yeah. Americana yeah. Midwest. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll be right back. We will. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Bean Dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
economics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. And then we came back. Oh, we sure and it was came this moment. Did back. We did. We, we sure we, are did come back. We we buffed our watch. We shined it. We like rubbed it more. We spat on you know it. You what we I did? It a little more. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. I walked on out to that forest and I easily found the knife I chucked. Just took a minute of me, like, breathing. Yeah, you just left the it there for 20 you years. Knew the direction you threw it. <laughs> yeah, like, I remembered that I threw it and it didn't hit the rabbit, but like the general area where I threw it. Uh-huh. And I was able to find it mm. and come home with it. Mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. I still have it. Oh, good. Here good. After that the sounds, ad break. That sounds easy. Uh, it, like, you would only need like a short ad yeah. break's worth of time to go find that knife that you threw. In Honestly, a all direction. I needed. Anywho. <sighs> Anywho. Uh, that fall, starting for state, I blew out my knee. There oh, with the scholarship no. offer to state. Uh-huh. I bawled how like did a you baby. blow out your knee? He won't say. Yeah, how did you blow out your knee? Know. Like, what was the move? You know, have it really again. F- a thing a writer would do is describe, <laughs> you know, the excitement of this big game, how much it meant to you. You've got like this girl who's like super into you, and there's about to be, you know, your whole future is riding on this pivotal moment. And then you describe the actual scene. You know, you're running the, the ball sailing overhead. And as you leap up to catch it, somebody like comes in and tackles you and gets you like right in the side. And you land as he pulls you down. You land on your right leg and it fucking pops your knee out and it tears. And you, you know, I'd love again, that. And then and tell then, a story. But like, start tell crying. a story. You cry yeah. in the game and point out it's not because it hurt, it's because I knew that I wouldn't be able to play anymore. Guys. Whereas the way this is written, it's like, yeah, and then I blew up my knee, and then the scholarship was gone, and I bawled like mm-hmm. a baby. But, like, it's not connected to the game or the event. It's connected to, like, losing the scholarship. Guys. Yeah, and we like, don't. Of course did it didn't that, hurt when you lost the scholarship. If he did that, like, he wouldn't be able to use a 20-point font. So. That's yeah. true. This They're paragraph is two sentences long. Choices. You are correct. This big, this incredibly important event in this person's life is two sentences long. You are right. It's and the, 20 it, here, Here's the central issue that Ben keeps having. He is, he thinks that he is making an emotionally affecting story by having sad and difficult things happen to a family of characters. But all he is doing is listing sad things rather mm-hmm. than making us inhabit a moment in which something difficult and sad happens. And it's because he understands the broad strokes. Oh, yeah, your mom can get sick and you don't have much money. You could you can hurt yourself while playing in a game and not be able to, to go pro. But he doesn't understand enough about what it actually means to be poor with a suffering sick family member out in the middle of nowhere or what what sports are Robert, um, to write scenes is... in which things right. happen. Instead of like, yeah, emotional. This is the epitome. Yeah. This yeah. is the epitome of facts don't care about your feelings. 
it it's seriously all facts, is no feelings. It's like yeah. this. Yeah. And this happened. This happened. And like, there's no uh, attempt at like an empathetic approach to it. To like, you're saying like, yeah, get into this story, get into the characters, and like live these moments. Because yeah. like, well, then this happened, and that's what that's that's bad. So when yeah. facts don't care about your feelings, you're it's bad. <laughs> you can't like it's yeah, it's hard. Bad to... Bad storytelling. It's not human. It's not Tell real. A narrative. Anyway. Uh, yeah, like maybe maybe have this guy going through the shit with his mom and like like set up how difficult his life is as he's, you know, 17, 18, about to go into college. And then like his coach sees him stressed out and is like, hey, man, don't worry. Like there's scouts out there. You're so good. This is going to set you up for life. Like you're, you're you know, you're going to move through this. All your hard work is going to pay off. And then we have the scene where he actually injures himself. And then maybe there's like at least some kind of emotional connection. Maybe, maybe Um, maybe you establish the suffering and make him hope for this moment before it falls apart. Right. And like even like describe like him playing football when he's not big and burly and like he just really wants to like he loves he loves the game, you know, and then finally gets to play it and describe that feeling. Uh, The title of this series should be editing Ben Shapiro's book for him. Oh my god. It's a task, but somebody needed to do it. Also, actually now that I look at it, the very first paragraph is also indented weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the second one is I just too? mean you guys are pitching great notes, great feedback. It's just like simple. Um, yeah, I could make this like, a good short my, story, maybe. My main maybe. feedback to Ben would be write a story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're you, like if you want to write a short story, I would recommend that you write a short story. Um, as opposed well, that's the other to thing, like, a list is, of sad things that happen. It's a list of sad things with a lesson that he wants people to gain from. I'm it. sure like, we're building to it. Oh, yeah. we're getting there. I yeah. mean, I well, know, I know, I know what the fucking thing is from the title and the first sentence. Fairness like, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, fairness Wait. is bad. We, we blah, 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 what I get it, fucking Ben. But like, it's uh, it's written like a parable. So it's it going to be something like where story. he has to take something for himself because he's stopped being fair. He's been fair his whole life or some shit. Let's go. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. yeah I don't We're going to learn I, that I, fairness. I'm, I'm excited to get there, Cody. But the important thing is I came home, comma, quit state, period. <sighs> I was there for football anyway, not for my studies. When the football went, so did my shot at the big time. Well, yeah, the big time was the football. Like, what? Sorry. Yep. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> Bad sentence. We're moving on. M was like a saint. She took care of mom and me, and she made sure we got what we needed. Jim worked Ew. the farm, and he'd all right, <laughs> and he'd come back at night. No, I didn't M- even mean it like that. Just like anyway, go ahead. The caretaker. Yeah, she was. Uh, she she filled <laughs> her role, Katie. You see. Yeah. Um, and he'd come back at night, and M would have dinner all ready for him. Ah, there we go. Exactly. Uh, Pretty soon, I was able to get around on my own. I'd never be able to run fast again, but I could at least help out. Jim used me mostly for field work, and he handled the sales and the accounting and the marketing and whatever the hell else needed to be handled. Wait, that's weird. Why wouldn't Jim do that? Because you're injured. Whatever. I thought it was pretty cush of him to sit there. Okay, here we go. I thought it was pretty cush of him to sit there in the air-conditioned office and make the decisions while I sweated. Mm. Mm. Sweat. Yeah. 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 Again, another piece of advice would be learn how to use the words that you Just use. like the yeah. words are, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, you know, if you, like, uh, uh, center, like, if you align uh, the text so it's, like, lined up on the left and the right and it sort of spreads out the words, sometimes it'll it'll 
uh, split words and have a dash by the line. Yeah. So like this is sweat dash new line ed, which is like, oh boy, you should. It's like really highlighting that it's the wrong word. Anyway, uh, and make the decisions while I sweated. But there wasn't much I could do to complain. He'd been to college. He knew his stuff. We got along like that for a few years. Things hummed along, or I guess moseyed along is more like it. Oh, same God. thing. Use man. a different uh -huh. word than along. Yeah, like, it's, uh -huh. This same is the thing, thing that he does that he doesn't seem to care about. And I try to remind, I give people a pass if it happens sometimes, but he does it all the time. Which I give people a pass the if they're not word. a writer. Right. Like, right. If they're not a writer. Yeah. But like every so often in a book, that's beautifully written. You, it's unavoidable, and you see a word twice really nearby. But yeah, it's of so course. important to me. Absolutely, it's yes. so important it to happens. me when I write a couple sentences. Like I do a pass specifically to make sure there's no repetition. I'm yeah. embarrassed for him that it's like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, it's the same. It's reading somebody's rough draft, but. It's then reading a ninth grader's rough draft. draft. Always publish the rough draft, exactly. No, when I was a ninth grader, I wrote better fiction than this. It wasn't good, but it was better than this. Yeah. Sure. But like an average ninth grader, maybe. No, you're I, right. I think an average ninth grader. I remember like I, the cartoons and shit right. my friends would draw, and they all had better grip of story structure than this. No, this is like sixth grade, fifth grade <laughs> shit. Yeah. Things hummed along. <laughs> or I guess moseyed along is more like it because those yeah. are different. Those those evoke those... different sort of like ideas. Mosey is folksier, Cody. Mosey is what rural people. Is it say. that much folksier than hummed along? No, <laughs> like... no, no. But I also only... hate the yeah. conceit of um the same thing like in a tweet or anything when someone goes like corrects themselves. And then keeps it. Do you know what I mean? That concept, that structure of like things hummed along. Well, I guess moseyed along was more like it. Edit it. Just well, right, start exactly. with the things moseyed like, along. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That, it's like, honestly, again, trying to be cutesy. It's a, a tactic it, that I'm always like, get yeah, the fuck out of here with that. If you're trying to make it feel like authentically, you know, rural yeah. and, and down home, um, don't have the character self-editing his own yeah. thoughts to make himself right. folksier. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I, like I, we're hearing your thought process, Ben, as a man whose only time outdoors has been that one time you couldn't get to a rest stop driving off the five and you had to pee by the side of the road and you got scared because of the wind. Like, Ben, come just on. Like, I, I, I used to write these like uh, spooky short stories uh, that were like half like it was like gross and silly and like kind of terrible on purpose. And the narrator was like bad. So yeah. And I would do shit like this, like, oh, that. things hummed along. Or I guess moseyed yeah. along is more like, yeah. or like, I guess I don't know the word for it, actually. Anyway, and like I would do right, that kind of thing. because you're making fun of this. On purpose, this exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah um, and mosey <laughs> is the kind of word today you would more often hear from, like, I don't know, somebody who got rich in the Bay Area and decided yep. to move to a town outside of Redding in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in order to feel more authentic. Right, it's uh, Bezos it getting and, off and the, the fucking And he dresses a fucking like, cowboy while yeah, the cowboys the cowboy wear torn you Goodwill fucking, fucking Carhartts, but whatever. Nailed that, Robert. I'm delighted uh, by this episode uh, so far. Connor. It's Connor Roy wearing a cowboy <laughs> Yes, hat. it's Connor Roy. God. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Please continue. <laughs> I'm gonna repeat this again. We got along like that for a few years. Things hummed along, or I guess moseyed along is more like it. Period. Until Jim had his idea. Period. Good. And God. then we skip a couple lines. It's a new section of time. 
it struck him one day while he was taking don't you don't need to skip this you can just like it can be a new paragraph this is weird all right it struck him one day while he was taking a look at the wheat the wheat crop that night at dinner we couldn't stop him from running on at the mouth <laughs> okay okay that's all right i'm going to just pass. oh finally a conversation m t- like i i've been waiting like show an interaction with between these people like Good what point. would what would one person say to the other in a room together? We haven't um, heard any dialogue. Have but we? finally, really. some dialogue. M, Tommy, you won't believe this. He said, "Hold on, Jimmy," said M. Mom's drooling. She wiped at Mom's mouth while Jim babbled on to her. He never was good at listening. The plow is just not aerating the ground, baby. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now he's sounding like the guy from True Allegiance. Uh huh. Yeah, that, yeah. That's how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. 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 Right. Fucking ben. take a bullet for you, you fucking babe. Farm, babe. Love you, babe. Uh, yeah. Get run over by a tractor for you, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he whipped out a piece of sod from his pocket. Jimmy, take that dirt away from the table," said him. In in his pocket. <laughs> in oh, yeah. his pocket. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He's a sod pocket. Because he's man. so goddamn folksy. He's so down home fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. country boy he that he keeps sod in his motherfucking pocket. Here. <laughs> Look at how dense it is. Look how there isn't any oxygen getting in there. What if there was a plow that was even finer about aerating the ground? My God, we could feed the entire world with machinery like this. What? Make drain cheap as dirt. What? Yeah. What's he doing? Well, He's the Tony Stark of farms. Yeah, the only issue with everywhere not being able to grow all the grain they want is the soil is too dense. It's too dense. Yeah, you got to make that's it finer. The problem. Yeah. Finer okay, soil. Ben. Farm uh. nowhere, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Just like you didn't have to do this, man. You could have like whatever. I mean, I'm sure there are. He yeah, did I mean, yeah, yes, zero aeration research. of the soil does is is important. It makes but, us like, think better. It's funny sure, like, that the only. I mean, the only. specific of farm life that we're getting is this conversation about soil aeration that's obviously bullshit oh yeah you know like (laughs) but he started diagramming charts at the table my head was spinning and i wasn't paying attention so why was your head spinning like what sorry if you're not like it's like you're like if you're not paying attention then it's not like oh my head is spinning like so many things like no you're not paying attention you're like Blanked out, like, whatever, it's fine, who cares? My head was spinning and I wasn't paying attention. I don't think M was either. She was wiping at mom's mouth, and I have to admit, I couldn't take my eyes off of her, okay? Uh. I've never seen Jim so excited. He wasn't the excitable type. Different word, man, use a different word. Yep. Uh, He wasn't the excitable type, you understand. He got straight A's through school. That doesn't mean you're not excitable. What? He was always teacher's pet. That also doesn't mean you're not excitable. What? Everybody knew he'd go to college and make a name for himself, like nobody excitable ever. And Jim (laughs) knew it, too. God, ever since he came back to the farm, he'd been in a funk, like farming was too low for him. Uh, I see. Uh, Mm -hmm. Unlike Burbank's own Ben Shapiro. (laughs) (laughs) Austin's now, right? I mean, uh, one of those, or Nashville, are, I think. And yeah. again, I, the, one of the funniest things about this is that, like, the actual, like, buying tractors is a fucking nightmare right now because mm-hmm. John Deere has such domination of the market and they do all sorts of fucked up shit to, like, make it illegal to repair yeah. your own tractors. Mm-hmm. A good, like, for example, say someone competent like Cory Doctorow would a take on a story with aspects of these themes. It would probably be about how somebody 
figured out an incredible way to increase crop efficiency and productivity by improving their tractor. And then the John Deere Corporation came after them and destroyed their life for illegally modifying their own piece of equipment. Like, again, an author with something to say could take right. elements of this and make a story. But this is big. Like, so I'm going to guess magically the the fact that the tractor, the fact that there's a huge barrier to entry and even manufacturing tractors, the fact that John Deere keeps shit on such like all this stuff, I'm going to exactly. guess is not at all a factor in the stories. Would that Despite be correct, Cody? What you're saying being, I would say that is correct. Does Yard um, Boy dis, just dis, make a tractor that gets right, huge? Despite yeah. despite what you're describing seeming to me to be a bit unfair. Yeah, it does seem. I mean, it seems like you could make a great story called What's Fair seems about, like... <laughs> you know, kid, maybe his dad raises him with these strong attitudes Bringing of fairness and they're a farming family and aspects somebody, of John Deere's intellectual property shit fucks them over. Somebody make sure and, to and, get yeah. Ben Shapiro this episode. I think he's going to be really. Oh, um, he listens right yeah. now. He's a big Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Anyway, just Ben, I guess my other piece of advice, my third piece of advice to you this episode is have something to say. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll get to what he has to say. I assume. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be telling him that. I'm just dying to know what is fair. Mm. Nothing's fair. Life's not fair, I assume. And shouldn't be, is what I assume he is about to say. But farming is too low for Jim, is what I've gathered. I always think that's why he holed up in the office and let me do the grunt work. But now he was excited again. Wait. You said he wasn't the excited. He was never time. into it. Wait. And he's what? not excitable. You said he wasn't excitable. And that I... he never liked that he never liked uh farming. So yeah. now he's excited about farming again. Two paragraphs earlier. Quote, I'd never seen Jim so excited. And then, so now here we are. But now he was excited again. Great. The energy coming off him like the buzz in the air after a lightning strike. Unlike anything before, except apparently some other time that I'm remembering. He was drawing diagrams and he was grabbing M. This is so, God, like, just delete one of those sentences. He was drawing diagrams and he was grabbing M around the waist and singing little songs to her. And he was even holding up those drawings so mom could see, even though she wasn't really seeing anything. Too many evens in there. Uh, Then he came around and gave me a hug around the neck. It was the first time he'd hugged me since we were in elementary school together. Tommy, he said, we're going to be rich. The protagonist's name is Tommy. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, moving on through time. As much time as he had spent in the office, he was now spending it in the barn, messing with our mechanical plow. Every time I'd go in there, he'd be underneath the thing, a hammer or a wrench in his hand, bashing away at the thing. Nah, the thing, ah! doing things, tightening something here, screwing something there. Yeah, I shouldn't have called it the thing twice in a row, real, real close it's together. It's so lazy. It's, it's just really, so yeah. lazy. And like, it's just awkward. Every time I'd go in there, he'd be underneath the thing, a hammer or a wrench in hand, bashing yeah. away at the thing. Really awkward. Yep. Awful. Um, it really, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't interject every time it happens, but it's like something twinges in my spine. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, yeah. no, not again. The finances went to the dogs. Okay. Ugh. One time I signed a check at the grocery and we were overdrawn. Another time, wait. You can't overdraw with a check, bub. How did you know? Yeah, all right. Another right? time, I mean. Maybe I, they can. Maybe there's something, but go on. Another time. The mortgage man came down the road. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Another okay. time. That's, that's like, it, 
That's great. our version of tax man or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another time, the mortgage man came down the road and asked if we needed more time on the payment. We didn't. Jim had just forgotten to pay him. Even M was getting worried about his absent-mindedness. And with Jim out of control, everything spun out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's good. That's just good, clean fun, Cody. That's that's just good, clean fun. Oh, that's just, oh, we, oh, no notes on that. That's just good, clean fun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, We're let's maybe split this, this into a part two. Yeah, we can do part two. Yeah. We can continue this on into the fucking new year. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would do this the rest of my life, Cody. Seriously. I know. I like, mean, be careful. That's how we get ourselves into another new show. Whereas, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's not say anything we say can't it take again, back. Katie. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I We're can't. like, hey, this like, is Beetle fun. Juice. We're good at it. And then it's let's like, just do it every day. <laughs> and then we're souls are dead. <laughs> uh, um, there's not like a good like uh, time jump coming up for another couple of pages. Yeah. Um, although we'll just if stop you, it here. Uh, yeah. Honestly, we can stop it. Uh, yeah, and with Jim out of control, everything's spot out of control. <laughs> it seems like a good stopping spot. I agree. You uh, guys are... Yeah, it, everything... Yeah, don't... It, it, with everything out of control on this podcast, don't let yourselves spin out of control until next time. When you when we read this so again. Good. This yeah. is such a delight, though. Control. What an amazing I, writer. Yeah, this is yeah. a little Christmas holiday miracle. It is a holiday um, miracle. <laughs> we teased something fun for you guys, and this is this is what you've you've you deserve this after the year. <laughs> this is like that's like a, either a compliment or a threat. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know which. <laughs> All is fair, maybe. You know, we deserve this. You deserve this. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine us like patting a patting a, an exhausted nurse on the shoulder and saying, "You deserve yeah. this," and also staring at like an NFT bro and going, "You deserve, you deserve this. this. <laughs> you and your ape show." Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So yeah, I think um with Jim out of control, everything's going out of control, and we'll be back uh, next time to find out the rest of this paragraph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't wait. Uh. Oh my. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? 
All I ask for in payment is a tail. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.